and welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast where we watch one episode every week, spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are talking about Season 1, Episode 18, Something Wicked. Mm. So the name of the episode, because most of the episodes have kind of been pretty simply named. Yeah. Um, but this one comes from, it's a, a Shakespeare quote and it comes from a... I should say the Scottish play. By prick, by the pricking of my fingers, something wicked this way comes. Um, oh, it makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah now you've said that, it makes sense based on what happens in this episode. I mean, not necessarily the Scottish play stuff. Oh, no, but the, like that line you just said, like yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, line yeah. you just said, yeah. Yeah, so, um, so that's where it comes from. So this episode was written by Daniel Nauf and directed by Whitney Rancic, so our first female director in, in Supernatural so Ooh. far. So get it, girl. I will say Daniel Nauf or Nauf, I'm not sure. It's K-N-A-U-F, so I think I'm saying it correctly. Um, I always look up, like, what else the writers have done or what else directors have done to see if they've done anything interesting. And he was one of the creators of a HBO shit series that I feel like nobody remembers or has heard of called Carnivale. It's from the early 2000s. It's, like, early HBO pre- or mid-Sopranos, like, just when HBO was being like, oh, we can – we can really do some interesting shit yeah. with with our TV. Um, it's really uh, Claire Duvall is in it. Oh. Um, it's really ooky spooky. It's about this traveling carnival, and it's very like mystical and mysterious elements and good versus evil and like. I'm getting what if, uh, American Gods. I'm getting that kind of vibe. Uh, not so much American Gods. I would say more American Horror Story. Ah, uh, yeah, but yeah. without the. Ryan Murphy. Yeah, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> the Ryan Murphy sprinkle touch. Sprinkle touch, which is just dumping everything. Just, a, just yeah. a dump. It's in, it's an incredible series. I think about it's one of those series that I think about a lot because it oh. was really, really. It was ahead of its time. Like I, th- I think it only lasted three seasons, and mm. they kind of didn't tell the whole story. But like, if it came out now, everyone would be obsessed with it. Like, Got it you. would be on Netflix. Everyone would be like. I have to watch this. Have you watched Carnival? Like, so if you can find it, if you want to watch it, I highly yeah, recommend maybe on binge. it. Maybe on binge, which is in Australia, which is has a lot of HBO library. Yes. It's also on YouTube to rent if, like me, you find binge really frustrating as an app. So <laughs> it is very frustrating as an app. Um, so, a lot of apps like that though. Yeah. So I um or if you don't want to have another subscription, which is also my mm. current current stress. Um, but yeah, so I definitely recommend it. It's an incredible, it's really interesting that he wrote this episode and then he wrote this kind of ooky spooky Carnivale TV show. Like, yeah. So yeah. Is he one of the main writers of that show? He was one of the showrunners. So he was uh, yep. like, he was the Eric Kripke. Gotcha. Of the show. I learned something about showrunners. Maybe I didn't know. Yeah. So a showrunner is the person who guides the show, um, who... So we'll often write kind of major episodes that are part of massive story yeah. arc stuff and like they're head of the writer's room and it's kind of like their, their baby for Got the you. time that they run the more it. you know, star yeah. wipe. So Eric Kripke is the current showrunner. That makes sense. Where we are in Supernatural. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. I don't really have any preamble. No. Not <laughs> this one. I did remember this episode. hey <laughs> Only because I'm like, I thought this episode was in like season four. <laughs> no, I know, right? I so like, lo- you lose half a point for that. <laughs> at least, I mean, you may have half a shot. Um, yeah. Half a shot, guys, if you're playing <laughs> just at take home. A, just to take a sip of your drink. Yeah, just take a nip. Because she remembered the episode existed. <laughs> but just not in the right season. Just in the wrong order. In the wrong order, like way in the future. <laughs> but yeah, I remembered it only because of what happens is, um, no, no spoilers. Obviously, spoiler for this episode because yeah. we're reviewing it. 
is um it's the first time we go back like I actually have mm. a proper flashback of yes. the young Sam and Dean. Yes. And I remembered this actor because I was like at the time when I first watched it, I was like, holy shit, they did like the casting. Like mm-hmm. you know how sometimes when you watch an episode and they have like a flashback of them being a child and you're mm-hmm. like, they're not even this Yeah. It's not like a puppy where, you know, their fur changes like yeah. as they get older and you're just like that person will not turn into our you know, protagonist or one of the leads or whatever. It yeah. just doesn't happen. This you believe, especially when they do the fade in and fade out. Like, of, mm-hmm. they do such a great job of, like, yeah. you know, flashback to, like, now being yeah. in the episode. You can see. Yeah. And I enjoy, like, that kind of, like, attention to detail. As someone who is very attention to detail. Yes. I'm like, this, I believe this boy would turn to Dean. Yes, I I agree. They did an amazing job with casting kind of baby baby Sam and baby Dean. Oh yeah, even baby even baby Sam. Like yeah. baby Sam is also quite tall. Yes. And I was like I like the little yeah. you know, no, you know, tap of the fedora to like the nod the mm-hmm. nod like the you know, the child actor who plays Sam in this episode yeah. is quite tall for his age. Yeah. And I'm like mm, those details. It's those details. I like. Yeah. I do also appreciate the flashbacks that we have are just more terrible field like more filter oh yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> like, that's but, how they distinguish is it's just like it's practically black and white <laughs> yeah it's uh that sepia is getting real sepia you know yeah. what i'm saying like it's like exactly so we open on fitchburg in wisconsin a young girl is praying mm-hmm. um and then she goes to bed she asks her dad like is mom coming home and dad says no he's she's staying he's staying at the hospital um and it's sort of implied that her sister is sick and that's Mm -hmm. why mum is still at the hospital also that again i don't know where it is but Mm -hmm. every time we see like an ooky spooky opening like cold Mm -hmm. opening why does the house look like the amityville horror house like it (laughs) always gives me and maybe and who anyone anyone who is in america and who can testify to house design why don't love like it feels like a lot of these houses are very built wooden creepy window positions i don't I don't understand because our houses in Australia don't look like that, but also we're a young country in the sense of history, but a lot of the kind of style. So when we, like my, literally my first line is like, God, that house looks like the Amityville house. I think that a lot of American houses just look like that. And obviously Canadian houses too, because this is all obviously filmed built in, in-, in Vancouver. But we do actually have someone who we can sort of ask now. I forgot to mention this before we started talking about the episode. Uh, uh, we have a couple of Twitter chats. Uh, with Kenzie from the We Need to Talk About Sam podcast. It's like a <laughs> Sam-centered podcast. Love that. Um, and they have really helped unravel something, which I need to touch on before we move forward, which is sure. how do garbage disposals work? Oh, yeah. We, uh, um, to throw back, we don't know because we're in Australia. Turns out we do have them because mm-hmm. my best friend did have one growing up, but it mm-hmm. essentially was just like to grind up stuff. To make it easier to pass through pipes. We have had it revealed that, yes, it is to break down material to so you get less clogs and stuff. Mm. Um, occasionally, um, they did say apparently their dad would put like orange peels down there so it makes the sink smell nice. Yeah, so what I have learned is that it's not a garbage disposal. Oh. It doesn't dispose of anyone's garbage. Because I, w- I said, I was like, so we had this conversation, this very, very weird Twitter conversation. Uh, and I was like, okay, so you're not like unwrapping a new packet of pasta and then putting the pa- package in the in the garbage disposal, yeah. which was kind of what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, well, I was because I, I was like, it's a garbage disposal, like so you're disposing of your garbage, garbage. through this this method. And where no. does it go? Yeah, where does it go? go? Like, 
why why would you do that? You're like shoving like you know plastics and stuff, like meat and stuff down. Like why would you do this? Turns out nobody does that. That's not what it, it it literally just is there to grind stuff up so that you don't get clogged drains. Which to me, I would say, guys. So, yeah, so we do sort of have someone who can answer our confusing questions. Oh, like, why do houses look like they're from Thank the you. Kenzie, if you'd like to tell us. I'm sh- maybe, maybe they don't. Again, maybe this is their mental spooky spooky. Yeah. But that night, this, this night thing is pretty spooky. Like, oh, yeah, happens. this is uh, straight up. So that night she's watching these tree branches, like, scraping and scratching, Ooh. and she's sort of sitting up in bed looking a little bit freaked out. And then you see it looks like a tree branch at first, and this is like incredible, like visual oh, reveal. Yeah, that suddenly like it's a hand, and Emperor Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars comes in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sometimes she gets the jokes, I and do. it makes me happy. Uh, only because oh yeah, the and like the Emperor attacks her, or like seems yeah. to like be doing something attacking her. Yeah, open mouth, whale. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so Emperor Palpatine attacks her and then we cut, because that was a cold open, to Sam and Dean arguing because they've gotten these coordinates from Dad. It's really interesting because obviously we've now, no Dad's fine, and so they're getting sent these coordinates and they're not like, my God, maybe Dad's meeting is there. Dean does say that and Sam's like, strong disagree. Like, yeah. Sam doesn't think that Dad is going to meet them there. He's like, that's just not what's going to happen. No. Dean is like, well, we're going to go. You know, this is what Dad wants to do, so there must be something there. Yeah. Sam's like, there's nothing. I had a look last night. There's just nothing interesting happening in this town, definitely nothing spooky happening in this town, so I don't really know what you think is going to be happening. <laughs> and Dean sort of comes back and is like, well, I'm the older brother, so I'm I'm always right. And yeah. But I do love that little – he does a little smile at the end, like – Lol, like he knows he's not always right. So they come into the town. They come into Fitchburg. I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. It it it's a it has a lot of things in order yeah, that it's Fitch Fitchburg, yeah. and they're just sort of like looking around, trying to figure out what's going on. And they realize Sam's looking out on a playground mm-hmm. and is like, "What's wrong with this picture? It's you know quarter past four, and there's no kids That's in the playground." Right, yeah. If you were you in your early twenties. Looked at the playground I would and not. saw it was empty and was like, huh, that's weird that there's not a ton of kids. I would like, I, w- I wouldn't either. Like, I get it. I get that they had to have an in for this episode. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's a good, it is a good in that's not weird, particularly when kids are involved. Like, yeah. and a playground. And a playground. But, like, <laughs> if I see an empty playground, you know what I'm thinking? Like, no kids, vacant swings, my bottom no swing. Yeah. That's where I'm going. Like, I'm really like, see ya, I'm legging it to the swings. You know, I'm, that's where I'm going mm-hmm. as a 20-year-old. Yeah. Not as a – and, I mean, granted, they're a little bit older and they have had a different upbringing than yes. us. So, yeah. obviously, they can make those comments. They're a lot more aware We're, of their yeah, surroundings so, than us. Yeah. Dean goes into the park. Yep. And he talks to this woman who's watching the kids. And he does, a, like, a really good job of not being weird. Which is good. Yeah, like they, they play it a real – once they get involved, it's fine, but I've just appreciated this intro. It's very soft. Soft it's, steps. It's very handled in a way that you don't feel uncomfortable. You're not like, oh, yeah. Dean. Especially in a man, especially when – even though he's attractive, he's in a long leather coat. Yeah. And he's in a playground. Yeah. So – and this woman's like, it's really sad. Like these kids are getting sick. Yep. Like um, five or six kids are in the hospital sick. And, you know, it's just really, really sad. And so I think everyone's keeping their kids close to home. Yeah. Um. So now they sort of know that this is what 
they think their dad was wanting them to come and investigate. Yeah, whatever this thing is. So they go to the hospital. Oh, God, this They is decide great. to pretend to be from the CDC. CDC uh, doctors. Center for Disease Control, a agency that we've become very familiar with over the last 18 months of, mm-hmm. um, of Miss, Co- Miss COVID. Yeah, Rona. <laughs> Miss Rona. And so they, <laughs> they go to speak to the doctors. I love that uh, Dean is just like, it's all confidence as he gives and. Sam being very upset. Sam, this is me. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, bikini inspector? Mm-hmm. Bikini inspector? And Dean's just like, go on. You got confidence? Yeah. Go about the delivery and confidence. <sighs> yeah. I lo- Firstly, Sam is 22 years old. He is not old enough also the to be a doctor. Yeah, he looks like a child. <laughs> he looks like a child with a pre-Bieber haircut. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a Sam haircut. Bieber yeah. copied him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because Bieber is, what, a fetus at this point? Pretty much. Uh, I do have the full... Description, thank you, Supernatural Wiki, as always, of, of the Bikini Inspector badge. What? So would you, I'll read it to you. This, you. this agent is authorized to operate at any beach, park, or backyard pool party or warm client, climate locale in the world. No restrictions or limitations are to be placed on their visual or physical inspections. Violators will be subject to tickling and spanking. Tickling and spanking? What? Firstly, on all levels, as long as all these actions are consensual, I'm cool with it. I don't yeah. like the mild implication that some of it's not consensual. Yeah, but like it's, the groping. <laughs> the, uh, but otherwise, I really appreciate the person that paused this or however this information yeah, was located right. and, like, transcribed it. Thank you for doing the Lord's work, as always, Supernatural oh, Wiki. It's almost as, it goes up there with the... um. The uh, the Dean uh, ask curve. The ask equation. The, the ask equation. The Ackles ask equation, I should yes, say. Yes, that's right. Give it its formal um, theoretical oh, yes, term. Yes, give it its correct pronunciation. Yes. Um, it's up there with that. Like, yeah. Someone has, like you said, has cometh with the Lord's worketh. Yes. And has, as you said, scribed literature to us. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate that. I so appreciate that too. They speak to Dr. Heidecker, who was like, I was just about to call the CDC anyway because I'm really concerned about this. Like yep, yep. all of these kids are unconscious. Yeah, like, how do you find out kind of – and like it's mm. such a – this is how you know they know how to play the game, right? Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I was going to call the CDC. Like the doctor is like, mm. I was going to call the CDC. How did you actually – how did you beat me to it? And I love that it's either Sam or Dean is just like, oh, we had a GP – Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember the name, refer it to us, and it sort of came out across our desk, and we'll yeah. come this way anyway. We yeah. stopped in. And Flawless like, light, and it doesn't Flawless. sound weird, and it's not out of the like, realms no, of possibility. No, it doesn't sound, it's, it's seamless. Yeah. The, so, yeah, so all of the kids are unconscious, mm-hmm. and the nurse or other doctor, I'm sorry, I shouldn't presume that she's a nurse because she's female. That's very, very rude of me. Um, but one of the other medical professionals mm-hmm. says that she's never seen it before the way that it travels. It travels through families, but only through the kids. Yeah. And as we all know, these days, that's unusual. Normally, if a f- one family member gets sick, then all the family members get sick with a highly infectious disease. Yeah. And so they give the name of, they, of the person who most recently has been admitted, which yeah. was the dad with the two girls that we yep, saw at in, the beginning in the cold open. Also, just taking a couple step back, mm-hmm. um, when Sam flashes his bikini inspector badge mm-hmm. very quickly, very flip flip um, to like the triage nurse, mm-hmm. I guess they, um, she gives him directions to the pediatric ward because that's where yeah. we're going, to, that's where the kids are. When they're walking past, Dean does eyeball creep standard, creepy old lady in. Oh, yes. Creepy old lady, which. You know, witch doctory, vibey, mm-hmm. uh, face in a window that may or may not have bars in it, upside mm-hmm. down cross, and kind of like milky eyes. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. So that's when they're first walking in, and she does look very creepy. 
Um, and she I, does look, like turn to look at him. Mm-hmm. I actually have two notes related to this that sort of section. The first note is that I loved the scoring for this episode, like this kind of tinkly piano. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's very different to what they've had in previous episodes, and I just really enjoyed. It's like it's yeah, but it was also I don't know. There's just something about it was like kind of peaceful. I was and my second note that is just kind of an interesting fun fact from the Catholic among us. Mm-hmm. An upside down cross is now considered like a satanic symbol, but it's actually not a satanic symbol in traditional Catholic iconography. It's actually representative of Saint Peter because Saint Peter was crucified. Um, on a cross, an inverted cross. So he was crucified upside down. Oh. And because I, this is where I'm getting a bit vague, but I think he asked to be crucified upside down because he didn't want to be the same as Jesus because he didn't consider himself to be on the same level as Jesus. Oh, as in, and yeah, so yeah, 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 he yeah. didn't, and so his, it's the St. Peter's cross is the inverted cross. It's now obviously come to mean like. Devil worship. Devil worship and satanic Satan stuff. mistress and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, traditional Catholic iconography, it's actually a symbol of uh, one of the earliest saints, St. Peter, ah. who founded the Basilica in Rome. Oh, there we go. So where the Vatican is now. So yeah. anyway, uh, I just wanted to point that out because I also, think we, this is not going to be our last upside down cross. And I just yeah, you need to make think it it's important just to know that, like, some this, is what, this is some Hollywood nonsense, uh, yeah. which is fine. I'm cool with it. Like, but it's also cool to know. The, the origins. The real, the real story. So they go to the case, they go to the house of the case of the dad and the two girls. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad doesn't really give them a ton of helpful information, obviously, because he doesn't see this as anything other than a very upsetting disease that is slowly killing his children. Yeah. Um, so they go to his house to investigate. They don't because find they any... know that he's going to be at the hospital for a while, mm-hmm. you know, wrapping with his daughters. Yeah, absolutely. You know, making sure they have everything, make sure his wife has everything that mm-hmm. she needs because she's obviously with them. Um, and you know, they don't find anything in the EMF detectors. They're doing all this fancy business. Also, I love how we've downgraded on the, um, I know no, no lasers, no lasers this time. I was like, that's the first they thing I was clearly like, clearly we're like, we can't afford this episode, every episode guys. No, we are season one, maybe season six we can, but yeah. season one, no. Uh, but what they do find is a handprint on the windowsill, windowsill where it's like, rotted away it's this long hand is the hand we see in the cold open mm-hmm. um very very creepy and you get the sense when they see this that this isn't the first time that dean has seen yeah the look in dean's face yeah so this is when we get our first flashback mm. and i think this is where we find out i don't think we've found out previously or it's been clear previously that the jacket that dean wears is their dad's jacket yeah um which symbology look at the symbolism yeah but we cut back sam and dean you know this is after their mum dies sam it's very small he's watching cartoons dean is watching like he-man or something yeah and dean is looking at the picture of a striga hand as Dad gets ready to go on Looking a hunt. at the journal. Mm. You can see a corner of the journal as such. Yeah. As Dad's getting ready to go on a hunt and he's reminding Dean about all of the rules and what he because needs to do. Because he's the oldest, older brother. Has to keep Dean's, you know, Sam safe and, and all of that sort of stuff. And uh, the whole, um, and I love the, you know, shoot, shoot first, ask questions. It's like, what do you do? Yeah. Shoot first, ask questions later. I love. Yeah. Like it's been instilled from quite a young age. With, yeah. With so I think we need to talk about this. Hmm. All of this. We've talked a couple of times about like Sam 
having maybe more of an innocence and having maybe less of less trauma than Dean has. Mm. And I think that now we're starting in this episode, we really start to learn that if Sam has any sense of what a normal life is, it is because of Dean. It is oh, yeah. because Dean worked so hard. And I just want to put it out there. You don't make children be the parent. Nope. Children don't get to be the parent in, nope. instead of you. And like, with John and with everything, I think the thing that for me is like it, I can understand a lot of people have quite a strong reaction to John and quite a strong reaction to all of this mm. because they see themselves in it. They see their own childhood in it. They see experiences yeah. that they've had with parents yeah. who were absent absent in some form or another mm. or expected them to be the parent when they were also children themselves. Mm. and. I think as terrible as it is, that's kind of props to this show for creating something that's realistic to what happened. Like they didn't, you know, they didn't grow up going to like Hunter Academy where they learned with their dad how to be hunters to to find the thing they killed their mum. Like their mum died in a horrific way. It fucked John up and it in then fucked way. them up as well. Yeah. Like It's what they call uh, generational trauma. Yeah. And so I think that this really starts to unravel that and like oh, yeah. that Sam had a didn't have a normal childhood at all. He grew up in motels, but the chances he had these moments that he had to be normal to watch cartoons is because Dean took on all of this burden himself. Yep. And he sort of wrapped himself in that. And I think also there's that part, but also John didn't ask Dean. He told Dean. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a, I would say like a 60-40 split, like 60% he was always going to do what his dad told him mm-hmm. and 40% he loved Sam. He was, yeah. Because of that 60% yeah. then turned, he took on that, the burden of yeah. being the other brother, making sure he had food. He made sure he was clothed. Mm-hmm. He made like, granted he wasn't getting the money, but he was the one doing the, in old school, you know, heteronormative mm-hmm. roles. He was the mom. He was making, yeah. he was the bread, he was the homemaker. He was, yeah. you know, even though it was SpaghettiOs. Yeah. I mean, yum. Right now, yeah. I'm like, I could go to Spaghetti's. It's cold outside. Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. Warming to the heart. But anyway, it's, yeah, it's it's sad. Like, when yeah. I look back at that, like, watching it race recently, I'm the same as you. You have a moment where you're like, hang on. John is putting the burden mm-hmm. straight up because he's like, he is so in the tunnel of trauma mm-hmm. that he can't, he's so, so, like, laser focused on, I must get the thing that killed Mary mm-hmm. because that's, you know, vengeance you know yeah and vindication therefore all my dad responsibilities just have to fall on the, next, the person now yeah. which is dean yeah and that's wrong yeah it's and, so wrong you know i think i i saw something somewhere at one point that um john is a good and moral person but a bad parent oh, and yeah. you can be both of those things at the same oh, time yeah. like you can be a good person and a terrible parent oh and yeah i think that john falls into that category oh, yeah and i think that this is such an interesting episode to explore where all of this dynamic came mm. from and who dean is and like why dean got to this point and kind of where his you know pe- sort of not people pleasing but like desire to the heroism kind of yeah and his desire to live up to his dad's expectations and his desire to like earn his dad's respect mm-hmm. um because as we'll discuss in this episode like something happened in this episode that in dean's eyes destroyed the respect his dad had, had for him 
Yeah. And again. Gutting. Wrong. Wrong. Actual child. Like, it's not clear how old they are. It looks like Sam's maybe four or five. So Dean would be like eight or nine. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd say Sam's about five. Yeah, above five because he's not a whingy child. No, but he's he's pretty small, small and unaware. Yeah, like, yeah. so I would say th- I would say three or four, and so yeah, that makes Dean like eight or nine. Um, and you don't put eight or nine year olds in charge of no children just and also just stoves. Well, I mean that's fine. I mean if yeah. you if you can trust a kid at eight or nine, the, the, you should, I know, I know. It's, 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 it's that's little... that's fine. You shouldn't trust them with another child. No, and also. In and expect episode. you to keep that child them that child alive. Also, in this episode, I also realized that Dean doesn't have a support person. No. If you think about it in the dynamics, who's who's Sam's immediate support? Mm-hmm. Dean. Yeah. When John goes away, who is John's essential keeping the the Winchester family going? Mm-hmm. Dean. Yeah. When shit falls for Dean, who's picking up Dean? Yeah. It ain't John because he's always our way on yeah. on hunting trips or he's so obsessed with what he needs to kill. Yeah. And Sam is, he's trying to shelter, like, so he'll never go to Sam. Yeah. And it's like, no wonder Dean, like, why it manifests into mm-hmm. abandonment issues. Yeah. And because like, he's why always he's been this abandoned. kind of, yeah, why, yeah, exactly. Like, everyone always leaves me. Like, we have 15 seasons to talk yeah, about this. Look- and we'll definitely talk about this, who Dean has who he can rely on and stuff like that. Yeah. We we've got stuff to talk we about. Do in have the f- to, we will talk about it. We will talk about it in the future. We're this is not this? the last time. No, this is not just a because one off. Other stuff that we want to talk about about who could Dean rely on, who could maybe be there as a support person for Dean. Yep. Can't yep. talk about that yet. Can't talk about it yet because again, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're, not there, we're not we're not there yet, but it's a good this is a good jumping point yeah. to start this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and that's a, you know, that can be a really common thing with eldest children in really abusive relationships, like where the parents are not good parents. No. Is that they uh, feel like they're all alone in the world yeah. and that they are the only ones that they can rely on. And But their other responsibility is keeping everybody else safe and yeah. making sure they don't feel hurt and they feel this burden all the time. So I hope what we said came across yeah. well um, <laughs> when we're not like we mental are not, health professionals no, we or are anything not psychologists. like that. We- we just make subs- like make ob- clear observations of things now that we're older. Like when you're watching this, when yeah. you're watching this at 17 and I watched this when I was in like mid-20s, yeah. didn't really – like there were some things I'm like, that's not good. But as you get older and you've had more mm-hmm. experience and exposure and your relationships change, yeah. be it with any kind of relationship, you yeah. kind of go, hang on. This, yeah. This is not what should be. and Yeah. And like – this shouldn't be the story of how Sam and Dean grew up. Yeah. But it is, and we can't change that. But, again, it's... And, I again, I think that it's more realistic than, oh, yeah. like, a happy version. Well, you said, like, it's Academy. Let's go to Hunter Academy. Yeah, no. So it, I, I appreciate the realism of it. So they decide to stick around because now they've obviously found it. Dean explains to Sam that he thinks it's a Striga, um, which is the... Uh, which is a creature that their dad had hunted back yep. when they were kids, which is obviously part of that flash, the flashback we were just discussing. Yep. Uh, and they decide to check into a motel, and that's mm-hmm. when they meet Michael, who is the sassiest child I ever did meet, and With I love him. With that hair. With that 2000s hair. So they're going to check in and he asks if it's a king or two queens. <laughs> two queens. And, and Dean sort of says, oh, two queens. And he He's looks like, out the window, to Michael, see Sam. To, to see Sam, who <laughs> looks a bit like a twink, let's be honest here. Yeah. Um, and he's twink. like, I'll bet. And <laughs> which is. <laughs> and Dean just looking at him going, you motherfucker. Yeah, Dean's like, 
No, Dean's like, excuse me, what did you say? And he's like, he said the kid said something else and then his mum comes in to finalise the transaction and yeah. it has the most aggressive product placement ever. Of the MasterCard? Of the MasterCard. It made me laugh so hard because I also- feel like product placement in TV has kind of drifted off in the last few years. Like mm. everyone, like if you're watching a modern television show, they'll all have either a Windows or they'll have a, an, an Apple. Or and that'll be... If they don't have the licensing mm-hmm. to do the product placement, they have like obnoxious stickers. Yeah. Even though you're like, that's clearly a MacBook or that's clearly an iPhone or that's clearly a yeah. Samsung phone. Or if it's Sony, when Sony makes their own movies, they only use Sony products. Like, yeah, like it's more it's more subtle now where it's like no one really talks about it. It's just like you sort of see it or they'll have the like the cars or whatever that yeah. they use um, is, yeah. is particular brands and stuff like that. But this was so aggressive because he, he's like, do you take MasterCard? And then like puts it down as like big MasterCard. It made me laugh so hard. Oh, yeah. and it's Master- so stupid. <laughs> but the MasterCard looks really fake. I can't yeah. being. I feel like maybe that's what they, they looked like. Because then, these that very blue-purple MasterCard. Yeah, made me laugh so hard. Sam explains that Striegers often disguise themselves as old women and that might mm-hmm. be where the idea of like an old crone comes from because they go back generations and generations mm-hmm. and that they take what's called spiritus fetus which is the life spirit from children very hansel and gretel very hansel and gretel but again very t- tapping into a lot of those really traditional oh, kind yeah. of folk tales and of course dean immediately thinks of our <laughs> friend the ooky spooky woman yeah. from from earlier old satan's mistress mm-hmm. mm. and so they, this is the best scene oh, <laughs> i just, forgot about this scene it's so good <laughs> drink um right. so they break in well, not so they don't break into the hospital. They just kind of wander in. They've been established as CDC doctors now, yeah, even though now even though they're, they're back, wearing leather jackets. They're back hide. dressed as Sam and Dean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, I love how Dean's like, she's blind. She won't see us coming. Yeah. Uh, turns, not a way to get into a room, Dean, but sure. No, because uh, so they said that the way to ki- Sam was saying this, no one knows how to kill them. And Dean's mm. like, there is a way. They're weak when they feed. Yeah. So if we can get it while it's feeding um we iron rods it. if we shoot them that will kill it yeah um so dad worked that out so they go to speak to this old woman so great or check it check out this old woman and she <laughs> turns out she's just an innocent old lady mm. gives just, Dean the fright of his life oh yeah he is like he is whooped his pants he mm-hmm. is like oh man and i just love that she's like like sam just straight in it's like oh we're maintenance workers she's like great fix that cross over there i've been asking mm-hmm. for a pages and Sam is just giving Dean like the, I can't believe you judge this poor old lady. Yeah. And Dean's like, oh, no, mate, this this bitch scared the fuck out of me. Like, yeah. I'm dead. And I love how he just like spins the cross around and just perfectly. I'm like, yeah. what? Like, how did it end up like that? Yeah. Who, who did this? Who did this? And like, <laughs> it keeps happening? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> who is on putting an extra? Who is? Who in maintenance is just like, look, probably shouldn't have an upside down cross in a hospital. Yeah. Who, who in maintenance is just like, I have a. Your job is maintenance. You yeah. have abundance of screws and a screwdriver or in like yeah. a drill. This is done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, obviously, this woman is now obviously innocent and at the same time we see a child getting attacked. Yeah. And we find out that it is the 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 younger brother of Michael, the sassy kid from the hotel. Yeah. Um, Asher? Is it- Asher, yeah, yeah. Which is the most early 2000s. Oh. Like this kid was born in like 2002 probably and I'm like this name is Trax. And it also tracks that the older brother who would have been born late nineties is called Michael, Michael because that's like yeah. a normal name. Oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway. they find out that Asher has been taken ill. Mm-hmm. Michael's mom, Joanna, she's obviously panicking. She's trying Freaking to get in the out. car. She's like, turn off the vac, like put up the no vacancy sign while I'm away. And she's like dropping her keys and dropping her stuff. And Dean's like, 
please let me drive you to the hospital. Yeah. Like this is where Dean, like, because Dean clearly relates to Asher um, mm. as the older brother in the you mean previous Michael. scene. You mean Michael? Yes, Michael, cool. sorry, yep. as the older bri- brother in the yep. previous scene when we sort of meet Michael and he's being all sassy. Um, he, Joanna also comes in as like, oh, can you go help get Asher like ready for bed? And yep. so, you know, Dean's seeing these similarities of this. Yep. You know, she's obviously, or it's implied she's like a a single single mom and like trying to make a motel work. And that's like the motel, motels, like running motels or running any kind of like accommodation business is like a 60 hour a week job. Yeah. Um, I have a family member who owned a motel when I was growing up and yeah, like they were able to retire pretty early, (laughs) put the work in, but like, yeah, they basically didn't go on holidays. They didn't do anything. They didn't leave the state let alone the country basically for wow for years because it was like yeah 60 or 70 hours so you know so he's clearly relating Mm. um and so sam's doing some more research whilst dean is taking joanna to the hospital when sam is doing his investigating Mm. he talks about the other places that this has happened and the three towns that he mentions yes Tell uh, me. Uh, Ogdenville, North Haverbrook, and Brockway. And my brain was like, monorail! Monorail! Monorail mono equals one, rail equals rail. That concludes your training. <laughs> like, yeah. when they're re- oh, such a. Let's roll it back. Yes. To explain, because again, there might be people who, unlike uh, us. Yes, true. So, I didn't. Let me explain this. This is from. These three towns are from. The Simpsons, mm-hmm. um, and very specifically, like the, the towns are referenced in other episodes, but very specifically, it's referenced as the three towns that mm. this guy had sold monorails to <laughs> yes. in the monorail episode, which I can't even remember what it's called. If you just, I'll I'll put it in the show notes and I'll try and put it on you on like Instagram. I was gonna say Homer's Odyssey, but that's not right. No, I don't know what it's called. It's not important. But but when I first watched this, because. I don't know how much people watch The Simpsons these days compared to when we were yeah, it was kids a- and teenagers. Like, I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up because Bart was really naughty and my mum was really worried about us being naughty, even though I was obviously a ginormous nerd who had mm-hmm. no interest in being naughty. Like, I was obviously Lisa. But it's actually called, it's actually called Marge versus the Monorail. I was going to say, I felt like it was called Homer versus the Monorail, but then I was like, maybe that's wrong. And... But then when I was a teenager, I was allowed to watch The Simpsons and it was on 6 p.m. every night, Channel 10. Channel 10, after the news. Yeah. And it was – and Wednesdays was new episodes from the current – whatever the current season was at the time. And so the Monorail episode is an absolute classic episode. Go watch it. Go watch classic Simpsons, guys. If you have never watched The Simpsons, which I think there's probably a generation now that haven't watched it. Yeah, Disney Plus, like literally season one to season – because someone who is – to me, who is a – I'm there's two people when it comes to Matt Groening mm-hmm. um comic uh sorry not comics like cartoons mm-hmm. you're either a future I'm a fr- uh, mm-hmm. fan or you're like and I mean Stan mm-hmm. uh, or you're a Simpsons stan I'm a yes. Simpsons stan and do not get me wrong I love Futurama mm-hmm. but early seasons Simpsons has a yep. lot of nostalgic because I was because my dad loved the Simpsons yeah so we were allowed to watch it because yeah my dad was like I'm watching this. We have one TV. It's the 90s. Yeah. My parents had like a teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny TV in their bedroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad also loved The Simpsons. Um, he 
takes it a point of pride that he's literally been watching it since it was on the Tracy Ullman show. Like he yeah, watched it parents, from like yeah, like from OG, 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 like eighties. But like, like yeah, he 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 didn't watch it around us. He would watch it in his room, basically yeah. away from us. <laughs> Which yeah. fair enough, understandable. Yeah, fair. So yeah, so it's an incredible episode. But when I saw this in two thousand and six, this was like peak. I was watching The Simpsons every single night. Everyone mm. was watching The Simpsons every single night. Yep, and. I didn't know TV could do this because this isn't a pop culture reference. No. They're including this like these are real places. Like Mm. it's an in-joke that you have to be know is coming to like you have to know the reference to understand that they're not talking about real places, that they're making this reference to this joke. I didn't know television could do that. Like I got pop culture stuff like you're putting in Simpsons jokes and you're putting in stuff into TV. Like that I got. But the idea that they could just make this reference and like – Pretend like it's not – pretend like these – like it's real dialogue. It's a real thing that's Mm. happening. This is not the and last time golly, they do they this. Put them on the map. And do, by golly, did that put them on the map? Yeah, it's like, just a map of them. Map, map. I, will, I, will, I, will absolutely, I watched oh. it the other night and I'll absolutely put it on it's Instagram. A great, it's a great episode. It's a great episode. Go, Go watch on. The Simpsons, guys. Go watch The Simpsons. It's not, not the newest season, so. Yeah. Yeah, watch, I don't know, watch up, up until The Simpsons movie and then I guess stop. Yeah, pretty much. Because, like, The Simpsons movie, you can just watch on its own. Yeah. And it doesn't feed actually into the yeah, series. Yeah, and I feel like after this, after that is when it kind of declined. Yeah, look, like, I'm sure it's still quite good, and I'm shocked that it's still on television. Like, good work, And it's been renewed work, for, guys. like, another three, like, three seasons. Bonkers. Good work, Matt Groening. Get that coin. Yeah, get that coin. So Sam is looking at this picture, and he's like, oh, yeah, I can see the doctor that we've been talking to, Heidecker. And Dean's like, okay. He's like, yeah, but this picture's from 1890. This is from one of the really early, quote-unquote, outbreaks where the Shrieker has obviously attacked. Yeah. And so Dean's in the hospital at this point and he's looking at this doctor, caring for these kids but actually killing them. He's, like, breathing on them. And he's just, like, <laughs> you know, instantly furious. And so we cut now to the back to the motel. Mm-hmm. Dean is, like, really, really angry that this doctor is taking advantage of his position and putting himself in a position mm. it's like, perfect. Sam's really angry too. Het up, Dean. When he's got – when he's all het up, it's pretty hot. Sure. Like, he's taking his jacket off. Like, the ro- he's got his, like, shirt on, but his, like, sleeves are – it, it was it was a lot, and I may have rewound it to watch it a okay. second time. Because I was I, like, I'm into this. Again, because, like, if you have not been following – I'm very Johnny-come-lately to these parties. <laughs> very Johnny-come-lately. Um, see, Loki only just realised in the last couple of weeks, I'm like, I'm attracted to this now. I am very late to that party, to the internet. Yes. Going to the internet, very late. Uh, I love to be fashionably late. You love to be fashionably late to... Everything. Everything. Just everything Being culturally. A... Yeah. So, hence the whole, do I find Dean attractive? This didn't pique my interest, but there was a point mm-hmm. where Sam was talking I think in his CD, and I didn't go back a bit, mm-hmm. where he's playing the CD, CDC doctor. And I'm like, you're kind of looking down at the doctor. And I was like, would I? If the if it was presented? In that moment, I would have. Mm. I don't know why. And I think it's because he just owned it. Yeah. And I so, I understand what you mean. Going back to your rolled up sleeves, he's all you know, puffed and he's all like would have, Yeah, he's like, I would have put a clip in him just out of the principle. And I was like. Is it is it hot in here? Is it is it hot in here? Is it? Uh, I'm, I'm, it is very balmy. I'm feeling a little flushed. Yeah, um, uh. <laughs> and uh, I'm feeling flushed, and my basement is feeling flushed. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's flooded. So, 
Dean is obviously really angry. Mm. Um, he's like, obviously, I'm not going to like open fire in a pediatrics ward. And now we get our second flashback. Yes, we um, do. Because Dean's like, it's going to cut. It came after Asher. It's going to come after Michael. We yeah. have, we like, we have to nail this thing. Yeah. And Sam's very like, okay, like, why why do you like why like he's like why are you so sure that this is the same one that dad hunted and also like i don't understand dad doesn't leave things alive like yeah dad doesn't fail in his hunts Mm. and dean we get the second flashback so basically we now get our second flashback Mm -hmm. to young dean and sam Mm -hmm. um Dean is trying to get Sam to have dinner. He has SpaghettiOs. Sam's like, I don't want them. He's like, but you said you wanted them. He's like, I want Lucky Charms. And Dean is like, well, there aren't any more. And he's like, yes, there is. I saw the box. He's like, well, I haven't had a bowl yet. And Sam gives him puppy eyes. And, of course, he caves. And he, you know, gives him the Lucky Charms instead of having them himself. And, like, who knows what he ate for dinner because he didn't want SpaghettiOs. Like, and then he puts Sam to bed and he sneaks out to play at the arcade. I also like that. When Sam is opening the box of like the brand new box, mm-hmm. he's give, he gives Dean the toy. Yeah, he's like, like, "Do you want the Do you want the prize?" The um, and that again, like, very sweet and very Sam. Yeah, very and- much like. I know that I'm being a brat, but also here's my peace offering of like. I don't even know that he knows he's been a brat, and I think that that's to the point of like Dean trying to shield him and trying to give him a normal true, childhood, true. like. That uh, small kids are really selfish because they don't know any better. That's and true. When small kids aren't super selfish, a lot of the time it's because they're aware of bigger adult ah. stuff that they're not meant to be aware. Like they're bigger yeah. adult things. Like you know, small kids just just id. They just they have just desires and wants and needs. And so I think like it was just like genuine from his heart. Like yeah. Thanks for letting me have the lucky charms. Like I don't think he thought he was being a brat. Yeah, like I don't think you. he has that context of yeah, being a brat. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's good. Like kids, small kids shouldn't should learn slowly if they're having inappropriate behavior instead of like getting away with bad behavior. If that makes because he's yeah. not having bad behavior. He's literally a child. Like he's three or four years old. He's so small. So you know, true. But again, Dean shouldn't be in charge of a yes. four year old. No, he should not. Anyway. Dean goes to the arcade. He plays some games. He, you know, it's very clear that he's like, I just want to do something for me. I just want to be a kid for 30 seconds. Yeah, I would like to not have to shield with this burden because he knows what's out there. Yeah. He like, knows this, 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 the supernatural mm-hmm. world is out there now. Yeah. Because that's why he's protecting Sam and why he's yeah. looking after Sam. And you're right. He just wants to blow off some steam. And yeah. I hate this scene. Yeah. Mainly because I'm just like, fuck you, John. Fuck you. Yeah. It's- you're a shit parent. Yeah, so he comes back and the Striger is attacking Sam. Yep. Um, he tries to get the gun. And he doesn't really succeed. Dean. He freezes almost. Like he, he yeah. has the gun and he looks and because he's a child, yeah. he doesn't shoot because he's a child. And then John comes in, sort of gets the Striger away. Doesn't kill him, unfortunately. Doesn't kill it. Um, and he's, you know, hugging Sam and holding Sam and basically just goes to town on Dean. Oh, yeah, like rips him several new assholes, And I don't appreciate it. No, like, I guess for John, he's coming from a place of fear. Like, he was so scared. Mm. You know, he's lost Mary. He was. He knows what he's hunting. Mm. It came for his son. Mm. You know, obviously, completely inappropriate behavior. But I'm yeah. yeah you, you can know, uh, you can empathize with him. You can empathize with the co- with to the to the core of where it's coming from. That doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it mm. okay that Dean now blames himself. When we kind of come back to the present, Dean's like, yeah, he looked at me different from that day. Like, I never, yeah, I was never, like, 
frosted again. Like, was, yeah, it's just a shit. It's just shit. shit. Johnny, John ha- is a yeah, shit. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny is being real Johnny right now. He's, he's, a, he's, he's being he's, a Johnny Jack face. Yeah, he's a shit parent. And yeah. um, also the haircut they gave him or the wig they gave him is very Yeah, like, 70s, they, like yeah, very brushed performed. forward. So it would have been the 90s. By, yeah, it would have been the 90s. Oh, I don't oh. know. No, no, no. It would have been. It would have been the 90s. It would have been yeah. like. 91, 92. But still, uh, yeah. sideburns were not the thing. No. And he had a, he had a bit – look, the wig department didn't have a lot of wig choices. Yeah. I don't know what else he was doing at this time. I don't know if he was on Grey's Anatomy yet or not. Oh, was he on Grey's Anatomy? He was on Grey's Anatomy um, in, like, the super early days of Grey's Anatomy. When did that start? The same time as the Supernatural started. It was oh, fuck. Like, the year of or the year before. Shit. I know. Okay, cool. All right, that makes sense. So he, um, I don't know if he was on Grey's already or well, not. Well, he wasn't rocking my hairstyle. <laughs> No, 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 no. He was obviously rocking a modern hairstyle. So I wonder if that just had some limitations of like you oh, can't yeah, do wigs. stuff with your hair yeah, because we know that you're going to film this other thing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence probably they probably gave him a, a wigette. A wig or just like styled his hair really weird. Yeah, but it looked like he had like weird 70 sideburns yeah. and a very buffonty front. I'm like, that – I mean, my dad was in the military, so he mm. definitely didn't have buffonty hair because no. see military. Um, my dad looked like John Bon Jovi. <laughs> no, they, well, your dad looked like John Bon Jovi. My yeah. dad was military man. Um, feel like we should just it's from the nineties. Yeah, I feel like we don't have good context on parent hair because yeah, my dad to this day has hair like past his shoulders. So yeah, so Dean blames himself to this day, and he's like, mm-hmm. "I have unfinished business," and I can kind of hope or want Dean to get closure from this and to not yeah. feel like. But he was not responsible. He was a little child. Just yeah. want to make that clear. We're not on John's side for this. No, 100%. If you haven't heard, we called him, I called him Johnny Jackface. Yeah. For a reason. We're not on your side. Nope. Um, but they realize it's going to come after Michael. They go and Dean explains to Michael exactly what's happening. Like he tells him the truth. He I do like the, the fact that he leads in with it as well of, I hate that I have to tell you this. Yeah. Because he knows what this means for the rest of this kid's yeah. life. He knows because, hello, generational trauma. He knows yeah. what this means. And I love that he takes, like, Dean being Dean takes that moment to go, I have to recognize that you are not going to be the same after this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so at first Michael says no. He's mm-hmm. like, it's crazy. I can't believe any of this. This is nuts. Yeah. Um, but eventually he comes around and says, yep, um, you can use me as bait mm-hmm. to kill this thing. He's like, will this mean Asher gets better? And they're like, we don't know because we've never killed a Striga before. So, yeah. But we hope so. Um, so they set up like a, like a camera in his room. The nanny cam, the old nanny cam. Um, to keep an eye on him and so that they know when it's attacking him mm-hmm. and they just sort of sit and wait and watch. And eventually the streaker does come, attacks Michael and starts to feed he, off of him. Yep. Dean and Sam both Have jump to in, wait. Jump in um, mm-hmm. once he atta- starts to feed to attack and try and kill the streaker. They think they've succeeded and they fail and then, you know, obviously mirroring what's happened in the episode. The streaker comes and attacks Sam. Yep. And then Dean shoots it and shoots it a couple of extra times for good measure. Yep, yep. I mean, we, I'm, we, I mean, I would do the same. Yeah, uh, to make sure it's dead and to kind of, I guess, cleanse some of his emotions about which everything, fine. which is fine. Yep. Wish you would process in trauma, but I mean, in therapy, but that's fine. You know, he's he's doing the he's doing the Dean therapy. <laughs> yeah, shoots him dead. Yes, uh, and it turns out that killing the Striga does allow the children to recover. Asher wakes up yep. uh, and Michael goes off to with his mum to see uh, to see Asher yeah. and they sort of ask like, because she mentions a doctor and is like, yeah, he thinks they're all going to make a full recovery. A couple of kids are going to go home tomorrow. 
Um, and they're like, oh, what about Dr. Heidecker? And he's like, oh, I don't know. He must be must have gone. Oh, must oh. must be away today. He wasn't there today. And they were like, yeah. and they all sort of look at each other like, yeah, it's because I waste like wasted him on in yeah, your I, kid's bedroom. I wailed his ass with some iron rods. Yeah, I and was not thinking in a way. it was very helpful that he like dissolved as well because I was thinking I was like, imagine having to like carry a body out of a kid's bedroom in a motel and but be like, also the body is decrepit looking and also in a very raggedy like. Yeah, you know, reaper ma like reaper cape. Yeah, but they must be good at burying bodies because they don't always disappear. So they must have some skills. But also, I'm like, I'm glad that they disappear. It just like melted. I was gonna say like evaporated, just like Obi Wan Kenobi. The connections. But this is the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Sam and Dean are getting ready to go, and Sam's kind of lamenting that Michael's innocence has been taken. Like he's gonna always know that there's bad, genuinely scary, Mm -hmm. bad stuff out there. He's like, sometimes I wish that I could be innocent still. And Dean's like, sometimes I wish that for you yeah. as well. And I think the for you is really telling that Dean tried never. Well, no, that Dean doesn't see that he deserves that for himself. Like that he oh, never true. wanted, like that older it never sibling, occurred. Man, older sibling. Like, well, yeah, being, well, being the, the substitute parent mm-hmm. in, in a, sibling relationship like he never thinks of it as for himself as having a way out or having like Mm. the like it's never occurred to him that that's something he could wish for for himself yeah because he's always well again as we as i just said before yeah he is a support person for uh, for sam Mm -hmm. he was also the essentially the family support person for their dad because when john wasn't there and you know we're starting to get more glimpse of Mm -hmm. that John really wasn't there a lot of the time. Yeah. Even not even just this part of, like, obviously the now of this, yeah. of the season. When they were kids, he was n- really never around. Yeah. Because when you, like, when I, on the second flashback, I'm like, hang on. What does this particular thing have to do with the overall arc of finding who killed Mary? Yeah. It's like, I get the drive to find whatever killed Mary, but mm-hmm. what is the connection here? And I feel like. As we go through the seasons, we'll find, yeah. you know, we may find out or we may not. Um, but, yeah, like he was hunting something else. He was, he's, yeah, he was, he's, he was, he's just a hunter so, now. He's yeah, not he's just not searching just, for the thing He's to not laser focused on the actual end game. Yeah. And when, why did it change? And it kind of, it's very selfish on yeah. the John part. So if, I understand what you're saying. Like Dean never had the opportunity to realize that he could be innocent himself because yeah. he's always had burdens from yeah. the get-go. Like yeah. from the get go, yeah, exactly. And it's also, yeah, you like you said, it's really interesting that you know John isn't just like obviously they're incredible hunters because John was an incredible hunter, but the cost of that, and I'm sure John's sort of reasoning would be like, I'm saving lives, I'm yeah. saving families, I'm which keeping is why people Dean to- holds those things to like to like they're his yeah. mantras because that's what Dad. He wants yeah. to please his dad. He's a people pleaser. I and, that so much. And well, I don't even think he's a people pleaser. I think he just wants the respect of his dad. Like, yeah. I think it's True. really like, I don't think he cares about anyone else necessarily like mm. pleasing them or making them happy. Um, otherwise you know, like, yeah, the, yeah. the other, other things, but yeah, you're yeah. Very, actually you're very right. Like he knows that because he's, he holds his dad in such a pedestal mm-hmm. because in Dean's and again, because of all the trauma, yeah. he's now masked his dad's shitty behavior as 
no, these are attributes because dad's going to find the thing that killed mom and everything's going to, yeah. this will be the end of the, the road. Like, and dad is like saving lives and that's why, and like, that's what's most important is saving yeah. lives and, and yeah. A lot to unpack here, guys. A lot to unpack. And <laughs> I mean, the whole thing that we, we see, and I saw the recap in this particular episode, which is mm-hmm. like, dad wants to keep doing things, you know, hunting things, saving people. The family business. The family business. It's that mantra. And yeah. it wasn't always the mantra. It was always get the thing that got mom. Yeah. And then at some point it changed. Yeah. Because I like to think that John has a conscience and he was like, I have neglected a lot of things, like my children. Mm-hmm. How do I rec- how do I balance the scale? Like how do I balance it all out? Oh, I also hunt other things because I'm yeah. finding other things as I'm finding trying to find the thing that killed mum. Like, yeah, like, killed Mary, I should say. Yeah, I guess. I guess we'll see. I yeah. guess we'll 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 see what else we find yep. out about John and and about his motivations. Yep. But I think this this episode gives us a lot of insight into how they ended up where they're at now. Like yeah. Mentally, their relationship, why it is the way that it is, this kind of really close relationship that they have as siblings. Yep. Um, And that's because Dean raised Sam. Yeah. We're starting to realize why Dean also leans a bit on Sam as well. Yeah. And also why he doesn't look for stability in any other facet of his life. Like he doesn't see any other life for himself and he wishes that life that Sam could have that life. Yeah. So. We've got 15 seasons to talk about yeah, this stuff, really guys. Do. This, like, this is wow, this is deep. the start of um, some seriously. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. Mm. Sorry for the last couple of weeks that episode releases have been a bit all over the shop. I promise eventually we will reveal the why. The, re- the reasons and the lies. But also one of the reasons we did get locked down for a couple of days and that kind of threw our schedule way out. <laughs> yeah. So COVID continues to kind of to run, a, run, run a little bit of havoc. But Look, yeah. Miss Rona is this being Miss Rona. Yeah, so apologies for that. We are trying, you know, ideally an episode comes out every Monday, but probably that won't happen uh, for the rest of this season. But yeah. we're hoping to be back for next season. I hope you guys are still enjoying the podcast. Yeah. If you do enjoy it, go and subscribe. Please do. Um, if you can, please leave a review on iTunes. It mm-hmm. allows other people to find us. You can follow us on Instagram at We Will Talk About It Pod. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at We Will Talk Pod. Uh, our in our Gmail is we will talk about it pod at gmail dot com. Um, tell a friend, tell a work colleague, yeah. bugger, bugger family member. I yeah, know. bugger, bugger family member. Yeah. Um, go talk- listen to if you want to have a more Sam specific experience. Mm, go do. listen to the We Need to Talk About Sam podcast. They're all sweethearts. Mm. Um, Helping us with the you know translation of certain things that we yeah. don't get in Australia, i.e. Garbage disposals. Yes. It's not because you become like a waste disposal. Or or even not even because waste is garbage in America, oh, remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, something, I don't know, someone in PR needs to work that out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's misleading. Yeah, it's marketing. misleading to us as, as confused Australians. Confused Australians, you know, who obviously jump in kangaroo pouches and take our kangaroos to work. We don't do that. We actually don't do to that. To be so clear, I mean, I do get kangaroos near my house, but please... Oh. That's not normal. No. It's just where I live. I'm very lucky. Um, yeah. But that's not that nature is around. It's, <laughs> that's not it, the norm. Look, you, kangaroos are not like hippity hopping down the main road. No, 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 main no, no, street no. They would get in murdered. The city. They um, would be lit out. Yeah, they would be killed by cars. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, tell a friend, tell a work colleague, someone who thinks you might like this podcast. Please do. But in the meantime, stay safe and process that generational traumas. Bye. Bye.